Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 25 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com When Harry Met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today to finish off week five of this podcast, or this season, is Brett Stillo, formerly of Five Minutes of Bonsai and Five Minutes of Trouble. Welcome Thanks back. for having me. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Uh, as usual, these weeks fly by. Like, how did it, wasn't it just Monday? Well, four days ago. But yeah. Yes. It, yes. It has well, we talked fun. about yesterday that three days is a long time to wait to tell someone something. So you know, it's now been four days. So this is true. This is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here we are, Friday, minute twenty-five, and uh, yeah, my 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 time here is is almost done. Uh, this I, season, I this season, you'll hopefully be back next season. So you know, you'll, I, you'll have you'll have more things to talk about. We'll go back to airports. Oh, thank you. Okay, there, there we go. go. More airports, <laughs> airports, airplanes, things like that. Who knows? <laughs> so, episode twenty-five begins with Sally showing that uh, she's okay, and ends with Marie having yet another brilliant idea. So yesterday we we ended things off. We we we've now trans, been transported to 1987. Sally is having a um, lunch brunch a meal with uh, with her two good friends Marie and Alice, and she ends up uh, blurting out the fact that she and Joe are no longer together. Uh, just to remind everyone, Joe was her uh, boyfriend who she was saying goodbye to at the airport in 1982. So the relationship lasted five years. That, that's, uh, you know, that, that's very good for them, that they were able to do that, you know. And then we have the conversation between um, Marie and Alice. And, because Marie basically said a, a few inappropriate things when she heard that uh, that, that Joe and, and Sally have broken up. I mean, her, her first comment is... is Joe's available. <laughs> so, and then and then Alice right. said to her, "Oh, for God's sake, Marie, don't you have any feelings about this? She's obviously upset." And Sally interjects and goes, "I'm not that upset. We've been growing apart for quite a while," which to me sounds as if she's, you know, trying to convince herself of this. I don't think it. Yeah, doesn't sound too genuine when she's saying that. And then the response was, "But you guys were a couple. You had someone to go places with." You had a date on national holidays, <laughs> like uh, Groundhog. Yeah, like yesterday, that was that was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> do, do you know how many national holidays there are in America a year? National holidays. That means they are recognized by our our central government, correct? Yes. So, um, so for example, uh, as a like. Uh, I don't think Valentine's Day is recognized as a national holiday. Okay, I, I, that's what I assume. So, I'm going to I'm going to say 14. And you're very close. You're definitely very close on that one. And you know what? We're we're to keep people in suspense because because I want to I want to go into something else for a second about national holidays. What country? Uh, okay, what yeah. country do you think has but, most national holiday days in a year? Oh gosh. Oh man. That I. This is this is another one of those. I think I have read this or heard this kind of you. Your questions are just have that twist of like you know. I knew this at one time, 
I'm just glad this isn't for, you know, like $25,000 in a trip to Bermuda. Uh, Sorry, I don't, I don't have either to give you. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say England. I mean, that's just an educated guess. Um, though I have a feeling it's not England. Um, but I'm going to stick with England. As okay. Is. So the, the answer is actually Nepal. Nepal has 36 public holidays in wow. a year. Yes. Nice. Uh, India India ranks number two with 21. Colombia and the Philippines each have 18. China and Hong Kong have 17. Okay. And the U.S. How much did you say? You said 14, right? I said 14, yeah. Okay. So the, the U.S. actually uh, comes in a little bit lower than that at 11. 11. Okay. 11. So right. in the U.S., the, the, the legal federal holidays are uh, New Year's Day, Martin Luther King Jr. birthday, birthday uh, Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, uh, Juneteenth, uh, National Independence Day, which is the most recent one that was added to the list uh, just in 2021. Uh, you have Independence Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, and Christmas Day. Yep. Which, which of these – okay, there there were four – that were the original holidays uh, that were created as holiday, you know, days off uh, in 1870. Mm -hmm. What do you think of those? What, what do you think are the four? Okay, let's see here. I know I get in 1870. See. 1870. Uh, I was saying to say Christmas, New Year's, Independence Day. Oh, and uh, I'm going to say. George Washington's birthday. You got three out of four. Those you got three point. out of four. You were correct on New Year's, Independence Day, and Christmas Day. Washington's birthday only became a national holiday in 1879. It was <laughs> it was nine years later. But the fourth one that was a national holiday in 1870 was Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Yes. Really? Which is which ah. is very interesting due to the fact that that FDR was the one who. Who who made a a day where, um, you know, he set when Thanksgiving was. So you know, I find that a little interesting. Um, in eighteen uh, yeah. in eighteen ninety in eighteen eighty eight, they added uh, uh, Decoration Day, which is now known as Memorial Day. Okay. In eighteen ninety four, they added Labor Day. In nineteen thirty eight, they added Armistice Day, which was the you know the the honor the honor the end of World War One. It was renamed Veterans Day in 1954 uh, to also uh, honor those who fought in World War Two and the in Korea. Okay, in 1968 they added Uniform Monday uh, Holiday Act, which which uh, gave several days floating dates so that they you know, they always will fall on a Monday. Okay, meaning you have the long weekend okay. and also established Columbus Day. In 1983, Reagan uh, added uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day into law, and it was only f celebrated by all 50 states in the year 2000. It took 17 years for 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 that to to become a a national or federal holiday in every single one of the states. Arizona. Yes. But and it's... on June 17th, 2021, Joe Biden. Uh, added Juneteenth as a federal holiday, which was commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. 
So yeah, that okay. that is a fun tidbit about. So so apparently Marie is upset that Sally will not have a uh, a date for the uh, I guess ten U.S. federal holidays at the time because June, you know, uh, Juneteenth wasn't wasn't was the only one that wasn't there yet in 1987. So you know. 10 days where she can go out with Joe and, you know, Marie has to find someone else to go out with. I don't know. Well, you don't, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you, you don't want to be able to go to the Columbus Day Parade alone. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, you that's, probably don't want to go to the Columbus Day Parade, period. <laughs> period. I don't think it matters if you go, I don't matter, yeah. think it matters if you go alone or with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one you want to, you want to miss. But I got, I got to go back just from, and I'm like, yeah, Thanksgiving. I, I like you. I thought that was, you know, because of Franklin Roosevelt, I, I didn't, I thought it was a, a national holiday much later, but anyway. Right. I, I, I knew, I knew that, I mean, we discussed this at the end of Planes, and Automobiles when, um, when my good friend, uh, Travis Bowe was on, we, we talked about, uh, you know, the history of Thanksgiving. And I remember from when we talked about this, that Thanksgiving was, uh, enacted by Lincoln. That I remembered, okay. and I remember that that it was something because it was something that was that was celebrated on and off beforehand, but apparently it was. <laughs> okay, well, I gotta let it and, go. And I'm I, I'm trying to remember what um what FDR did to change it. You know that that that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you know, FDR. Yeah, FDR. Yeah. I, I think FDR just made it a you know that that. I think beforehand, not everyone celebrated it, and yeah, you know, in with the uh, you know, then FDR made it something that everybody uh, recognized. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think I also just saying, okay, it will always be the last Thursday in November. Deal with it in an FDR voice. It's the last right. Thursday in November. Right. Deal with it. So anyway, right, um, but but it's also it's not it's not like it's the. Uh, you know, the way election day works, it's the first Tuesday after the first Monday, yeah. you know, that yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Um, true, true that there's <laughs> like, you know, which sound now, and now we're getting into Harry territory with, with it's, it gets into sort of like the Harry's level of, of double talk of, well, that you can, but you can't have that. Too. Now, if you're, if, if you're dating, right. anyway, we minute 22, but, uh, but I think we can also tie it back to, <laughs> It's, uh, you know, this movie is, uh, not just a love letter to New York. It's, it's seasonal. It's, um, you know, it's autumn and winter. So, you know, the holidays do figure into this movie and it sort of yes. looks like it could be like around Thanksgiving time from the color of those trees. Thanks to Mr. Barry Sonnenfeld. It, it is very possible. I, I would say it's actually a little earlier. I would say that this is probably like late September, October. That's what that would be okay. my guess. But you know, it, it you know because it it doesn't look like it's starting to get cold yet. But apparently, apparently on the uh, commentary, they mentioned that it was freezing the day that they they filmed the scene. Interesting. You know, so interesting. So maybe they filmed it in November, but uh, you know, it was it was taking place uh, some other time. I don't know. That I don't know. And then the, the conversation continues and Sally is trying to make herself feel better. She says, I said to myself, you deserve more than this. You're 31 years old and the clock is ticking. And then the response she gets is, no, 
the clock doesn't really start to tick until you're 36. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting why, you know, where, where that comes from, the idea of, of, you know, when your clock starts ticking, you know, for, for a woman, I, I didn't go into, to, to research about this. So don't worry about that. I'm not going to, okay. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to ask you where, who was the first person to say, you know, that, that I don't know. And then well, Alice has, Alice has such a, a strange response. She goes, God, you're in great shape, you know, which, which could sound like a come online or, yeah. or it's, but she's talking mentally here, obviously, you know, she's saying that, that yeah. you sound as if you've, you've really gotten over this. And then Sally responds by saying, well, I've had a few days to get used to it and I feel okay. And Marie then jumps into action and goes, good. Then you're ready. And what does she do after she says that she reaches into her bag and pulls out a Rolodex. <laughs> she is, I'm assuming, have you seen Fiddler on the Roof? She's the Yenta the matchmaker. You know, that that's what she she's is. doing here. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Yenta. That's a that's a good compare. Yeah, she's a good comparison, uh, or that is a good comparison. <laughs> also, just you know the the quaintness of the Rolodex. The only thing that would have made it better is if it was one of those you know metal uh, desk Rolodexes that have the you know the the the, the clamshell door. You know, yeah. sort of looks like a cannon's going to come out. But still, the yeah. the joke of um you know have you know which. I wonder if that's yeah, it's got to be funnier now for people to just see like you know right. Well, as, yeah. as I mentioned earlier this week, the, the you know the the point in the commentary where they talk about the iPhone is when she puts up, pulls out the Rolodex. So they said so because Rob Reiner then says, well, nowadays I would just have used my iPhone, you know, with a list of of names of people to to fix up. You know, it wouldn't be a Rolodex like she does yeah. there, but it, it's just great thing. You know, this is a woman who is stuck in a very bad relationship with with someone who is not going to leave his wife mm-hmm. at any point and we even know that already but she's still lugging around a rolodex of names of people that that she knows that she can try and fix up others with so it, it's very strange but you know maybe it's commendable maybe she's still trying to help others you know she she thinks that she's in a safe place and she'll Help others. So, Rolodex. When when do you think the Rolodex was invented? Oh wow! I'll I'll, I'll bet you that is an, a nineteenth century uh, device. I'm trying to think if I've ever been to a museum and I've seen, you know, the the nineteenth century version of what I was trying to describe. Um, but yeah, that would be my guess. That, uh, you know, some some Victorian era industrial age uh, device, and I can't wait to hear. Uh, no, it was actually invented in 1956. Really? By by a Danish engineer named Hildauer Nielsen, <laughs> who was the chief engineer of a company called Zephyr American, which was a stationary manufacturer in New York. Um, some people think that, that his boss is the person who's credited with uh, – with actually inventing it, a man named Arnold Neustadler. Arnold they Neustadler. began marketing it in 19, you know, they began marketing it in 1958, and they they had a, a previous design called a wheel dex. <laughs> um, Love it. Yeah, 
and this this company the, the, I, I it's great i was i was reading about the other things this company uh created they had an autodex which is a spring operated phone directory that automatically opened to a selected letter i actually remember that that either my my parents or my grandparents had one of those where you you push on the button of the letter and it just like flips you through to the phone directory they oh, yeah. also they also created the swivodex which was an inkwell that didn't spill the nice. punchodex the punchodex which was a paper hole puncher and the clipodex which was an office aid that was attached to a stenographer's knee so they they, nice. they did some some great stuff here you know just for people who aren't familiar with what a rolodex is a rolodex is a rotating card file device used to store building uh business contact information um it is a the name is a portmanteau of the words rolling and index um it's now been uh genericized uh for any type of personal organizer because the one she takes out is not one that 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 swings around it's not uh you know it's it's not circular it doesn't rotate but yeah. it's still it's still a file um a file holder i i would still yeah. call it rolodex for for what it is yeah this is uh, yeah frigidaire you know just, yeah, yeah most people use like it for, for yeah right use it for like business contacts and things like that but uh apparently marie has other uses for it <laughs> yeah. and and it's just really funny you know i mean sally literally just broke up three ago and she's already ready to to try and fix her up with somebody else oh yeah yeah that's yeah. you know so right. is that is that a you think that's a good friend or that's an inconsiderate friend I think it's a, I think it's a very good friend. I think it's a very New York friend uh, who's, um, you know, just a, a slight personal experience. Uh, you know, that there's the whole myth of the, the rude New Yorker. And it's like, I found my encounters with New Yorkers. No, they're not rude. They're just, they're very like, spur of the moment, you know, let's take charge of this. Um, you know, there's no, there's no time to dawdle uh let's let's get on this so uh i think marie's just like um you know you let's let's get rolling let's let's get you back in the in the game so uh and and who knows maybe 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 on a certain level she didn't like joe or something but yeah she no like, she liked him like, because she was happy that he's now single maybe she didn't like him for sally because she wanted him for herself but could be, but yeah. based on what we but know yeah, of, so. of of her, she would have taken him, you know, even if he was, right. even if he was together with. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. so yeah, I think I yeah I think it's a genuine, sincere like help out a help out a buddy. Right. Okay. That, that that's fair enough. So she takes out this rolodex and starts flipping through it, and Marie basically just says, "Well, what else do you think you're gonna do?" And then she goes, "I've got the perfect guy." I don't happen to find him attractive, but you might. And then she turns to Alice and goes, she doesn't have a problem with chins. And Sally goes, Marie, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. And Marie goes, but you just said you were over him. <laughs> I am over him, but I'm in a mourning period. You know, it, it's it's interesting that, that she would say that, you know, that she's in a mourning period based on, you know, breaking up with, with him because they were already moving apart. You know, it wasn't, I don't know. Okay. Um, but then she, she turns to Marie and goes, okay, who is it? She goes, Alex Anderson. 
And the reaction that Meg Ryan gives here is classic. She's, you fixed me up with him six years ago. <laughs> Sorry. And then they all start laughing. And <laughs> God. All right. All right. Wait here. Here we go. And then she pulls out another one and goes, Ken Darman. <laughs> and we're going to have to wait until tomorrow to find out what happens with, with this, this idea of Ken Darman. Ken Darman. But, yeah. But uh, it it still works. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I just you know you know I uh was well what was Alex's last name? Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. I mean there, I mean the there's also a joke there that like he's the A's. <laughs> That's right. Correct. Um. You know, yeah. I and think, also back to the alliteration. You know we have another superhero, Marie. <laughs> uh, he Alex would be much better uh, for Helen than Ira. You know, yes, that's right. Uh, Ira Iverson, I don't know, but uh, but but again, maybe maybe Helen doesn't like guys, maybe she has a doesn't have a thing for chins, you know. <laughs> I don't know, quite possible, um, quite possible, but yeah, I did, yeah, I, I, I did wonder, uh, you know, who Ken Darmond might be, but uh, save that for another time. Uh, lots of good dialogue here what did in the original script were there many variations or is it pretty much as we as we see it in the, on screen all right so you have nothing else I think, to talk I think about I'm for good. this minute I, I think you know i i've i've made my piece okay. with alex anderson i'm ready to move on okay so the, the 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 dialogue is almost exactly the same there's very little differences here um the only discrepancy is when marie says I've got the perfect guy. So Alice says to her, so you go out with him. <laughs> and Marie goes, I've got someone. And then Alice goes, you've got someone someone else also has. <laughs> yep. So it's a, it's, it's a, a great jab at Marie, but I guess they figured that they, they didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of, so. it, it does. It's it. That's interesting. It does kind of change the trajectory of the dialogue. It's sort of like, it's a little, too much back to Marie when it's, you know, it's just one or two lines, but yeah, that's this, you know, it's, it's very, the yeah. final product is very snappy. Yes. Very good. Um, and that's all uh, I have to say about the, this, this minute script. Every Friday we have a segment called weekend romance where my guests will give their top five uh, favorite uh, rom-coms. So, Brett, what have you got for us? My romantic comedies uh, are are going back to the originals, the movies that inspired this movie. Uh, the screwball, yeah, the screwball they're also known as screwball comedies. <laughs> quick, quick, and a quick question for you: uh, Would you think could this also be described as a screwball comedy? There's not a lot of physical humor. It's no, mm, okay, no. No, There's I don't two think so. Of characters, I don't think that's so. It, but uh, yeah, I like the old yeah. original uh, 1930s. Yeah, the screwball comedies. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, you know people were falling in love until the Pearl Harbor attack, and then that's it for me. It's over after that. So um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's my list. That, that's uh, okay. Uh, would be, you know, and we're talking about, you know, the masters of the craft, Ernest Lubitsch, Howard Hawks, Preston Surges. So my top five, and it's kind of tough 
Uh, five would be the, the legendary Philadelphia story. Um, and then moving right along, uh, Preston Sturge's uh, The Palm Beach Story with Claudette Colbert and uh, Joel McRae. Uh, His Girl Friday, Howard Hawks. Uh, and then a, 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 uh, another Howard Hawks, number two, Ball of Fire with Gary Cooper and Barbara Stanwyck. And just. Ooh, I've seen, oh, yeah. I've, know, seen, I've seen all of these. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of, they're just, yeah, meat and potato. You know, they're inspired, uh, inspired people like uh, uh, Carl Reiner. But yeah, on the top of that list, it's just a person. Oh, yeah. Rob Reiner, Rob Reiner. Well, they they both love movies. Uh, But yeah, you're Rob Reiner. Sorry. Uh, And then on the top of it, it's a, it's a personal choice. Uh, The Lady Eve with Barbara Stanwyck and Henry Fonda. It's Preston Sturges. Ever seen that one? Okay. Yes, I have, and 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 I I think I loved it more because of Henry Fonda in it, because Henry Fonda is not someone that you would think would fit in well in a uh, romantic comedy slash screwball yeah. comedy, and he just did an amazing yeah, he's kinda, job. Of he's kind of playing against type because he's sort of a nerdy. He's a you know he's a you know he's a herpetologist, but uh, and you know I I I can't remember. One thing, I think that's maybe one of the very few movies where Barbara Stanwyck doesn't cry. I'm a big Barbara <laughs> Stanwyck fan. I I feel like it's in her contract. I got to do a scene where I cry. That's what I do. Um, it's possible. It's possible. So I, I, I think she does cry a little bit in that one, but it's Barbara Stanwyck. That's what you expect from her. So, yeah, um, I, I'll honorable mention to, to more modern stuff. Uh, Big Breakfast at Tiffany's fan, 1970s. Uh, What's up, Doc, with Ryan O'Neill and Barbara Streisand. We talked about the name Barbara uh, yesterday. Um, and, yeah, you know, but I feel like, you know, uh, maybe to wrap it up, Harry Met Sally, it's it's in a lot of ways, an homage to a classic uh, screwball or romantic comedy, but it's also, I think, an update. It has a lot of modern touches. You have very modern characters, but I think it's also kind of the, you know, the iconic, um, the beginning of all these modern comedies uh, that followed it. I think it's really the one that it's, maybe we could say it's a bit of a game changer. It sort of redefined you know, what we now commonly call, popularly call the rom-com. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think that part of it is that um, uh, people got got a jump with Annie Hall. And, and then it took, you know, 11, 12 years before they really got into it, this movie. I think that that's part of what, what happened there. Exactly, yeah. You know, you can yeah. see a lot talk, of connections yeah. between this movie and Annie Hall. Um, absolutely. Uh, I, I like this one better, but even, even though I love Annie Hall, I think it's great. The characters are great. Um, but I, my biggest problem that I've always had with Woody Allen is he's really funny, but he isn't always the best person to be playing the roles that he gives himself. And that Mm -hmm. sort of takes, takes it away from things at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, we've talked about the fact that, that, you know, uh, that, that Billy Crystal isn't necessarily your first choice for a romantic lead also, but he's a much better one than, than Woody Allen, in my opinion. Yeah. I think, you know, also, you know, I think you can definitely see the Woody Allen influence on, on Rob Reiner. Oh, here, sure. But I think, 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't think Rob Reiner would, would, you know, argue the point, but I, you know, I think that it, he's, he's, he wants a, just a sweeter, uh, story. You know, he's sort of, he sort of wants it to be a little more of a fairy tale, you know, Woody Allen movies, uh, even when they do have a, a happy ending, you know, there's, there's, there's an edge to it. There's a bristle. It's, 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 uh, you know, there's a little bit of sandpaper here and there. And yeah, you, it's interesting to compare Annie Hall, but I think this is just a, uh, a much sweeter and gentler story. It kind of goes down easier. Right. I agree. All right. So Brett, you want to once again, tell people how they can get in touch with you. I can do that. I can do that. You can find me out there in internet land. Uh, if you like these podcasts where we talk about movies one minute at a time, you won't like mine because I do. Uh, I did two or we did five minutes at a time. Crazy. Uh, I did five minutes of trouble and five minutes of bonsai, both still out there uh, with my good friend and partner, Mr. Josh Horowitz. Uh, we, we chose the weekly digest version. So <laughs> something to do on a Saturday while you're making break eggs, eggs, um, and yeah. So Rob, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for, for, for joining me. I'm glad we were able to, to find some time for, for you to be back here. Um, and, and it has been a blast and hopefully you'll be available uh, next season Love know, to, to. To, to come back and, and once again, talk about blasts and airports and planes and things like that. So, you know, that'll be fun. That will be fun. Whatever movie you're talking about, I don't know. It's a Charlie Brown Christmas, perhaps. I don't know, but uh, but thanks. Oh, well, come on! I've already let 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 the cat out of the bag that my next season will hopefully be Die Hard too. So I, you know, there you go. I'm I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> uh, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, thanks again. And All right, I appreciate that. And uh, finding me is very simple. Just uh, do a quick search for. Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on my website, moverobminute.com. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. And this is a perfect opportunity for me to also give a shout out to the whole Movies by Minute community. The Both Brett and I are, are part of a community of crazy people who <laughs> watch movies and dissect them uh, in some format that is, uh, you know, uh, truncated you know some some of us do it by minutes some do it like brett brett and uh, josh did you know five minutes some people do scenes you know but uh you know we, we all have our, our ways of doing it and you know you can go to moviesbyminute.com to see what movies have been done and as uh jim o'kane uh our william wyler of uh <laughs> of of hosts had always says you know you can go there listen to your favorite movie and if you see that your favorite movie isn't listed there you can go in and create your own podcast and uh you know, uh i found so many uh fine people in this community who are, are willing to help out when needed by you know by guesting and giving advice and things like that so you know it's something that's relatively simple to do if you have the time and inclination, you know, just get out there and start it. All right. And I will be back on uh, Monday with, with a, a new guest. Once again, I want to thank uh, Brett for, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, until Monday, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. 
Wonderful you had to be you.